0: Hello and welcome to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. I'm your host, Doug Ray, and I appreciate you. I very much appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. Bryce is here with me in the studio today. Hey, Bryce, how's it going? I'm doing well. Doug, how are you today? I can't complain. Still sitting here, smiling and talking on the radio. Very good. Let's get to this. So for those of you who are new to the show, Ray Financial and the Wealth Guardians is a local independent firm that works with folks 7 to 10 years from retirement and also people who are already retired. And most people don't really know how to turn their retirement savings accounts into a steady flow of lifetime income once they stop getting that paycheck. Now, I focus my practice on retirement income planning and You know, history shows there's two powerful truths when it comes to finances in retirement. Number one, what got you to retirement will not necessarily get you through retirement. And number two, losses mean more than gains in retirement once you aren't drawing that paycheck.
1: Very true, Doug. And as we do on every week, I want to remind everybody out there that we are legally obligated to act as fiduciaries, which means we make recommendations that are in your best interest only, not ours. Not every advisor out there is like that. So please keep that in mind.
0: And before we get started, I want to throw out a salute to all of our military, our first responders, our veterans. Thank you for everything you have done for us and what you will do in the future. Thank you for your sacrifice. And to the family as well. Absolutely. So I'm guessing you've heard the saying, it's what you don't know that could hurt you. But as you plan for retirement, it's what your advisor doesn't know that could really hurt you. It doesn't matter what the relationship you have with your advisor is. It could be long-standing, a friendship, a relative, whatever. You need to ask yourself two very important questions, and you need to answer them honestly and objectively as best you can. Are you getting all the information you need to help you retire successfully, or are you getting just a small piece of that retirement puzzle? Are your conversations limited to risk and investments and returns? Are you having a much deeper conversation like... The different options to generate income in retirement and how and when you should claim your Social Security benefits, or how could you pay fewer taxes in retirement so you can keep more of that money for yourself, and how and when to withdraw money from an IRA or your 401k in order to avoid thousands in in taxes and penalties and fees, and how to stay one step ahead of inflation, and, and also... Has your advisor even talked to you about the SECURE Act? You say, what? The SECURE Act? Yeah. This is about the only thing Congress has done in the last couple years, and it passed uh, with a humongous bipartisan vote, and it has major implications for retirees. Two of them I'll give you right now. Moving required minimum distribution age from 70 and a half to 72, and doing away with the stretch IRA. It's a Almost certainly going to be written into law. So stay tuned for that. And are you having the conversation, the discussion with your advisor right now? Because if you're not, you're the one who's going to pay the price, not them. And it could cost you in retirement. So on today's show, we'll reveal the conversations you should be having with your financial advisor. And how a comprehensive financial game plan could help make your money go much, much further in retirement.
1: Doug, I am really looking forward to today's show. And I'd say that a lot of people think financial plans are only for people with so much money that they don't know what to do with it. Now, you and I both know that that's far from accurate. I'd say that's a fair statement. Yeah, well, studies show that a comprehensive financial plan can benefit people at every income level. But not a lot of Americans know this. I recently read that only 31% of financial decision makers and families have actually created a comprehensive financial plan, either on their own or with professional help. And this is according to a household financial planning survey, which was conducted by the Certified Financial Planner Board of Standards. That same study showed that only 35% of people have a plan to save for emergencies. And only two-thirds have a plan to meet any of six saving goals, such as saving for emergencies, retirement, a child's education, uh, maybe a down payment on a house. The same survey showed that comprehensive financial plans benefited even people at lower income levels. Now, Tom Pemberton, a a certified financial planner and owner of a Charlotte-based DBA, Pemberton Financial Planning, said, the way you get into the higher income bracket is to have a financial plan. If you look at people who are financially successful, he said, most of them have been making very smart financial decisions all of their life. And Doug, I found this list of a few reasons you could benefit from a comprehensive financial plan. Let's, let's go over a few of these. All right, let's do. One, it'll help you define a financial goal. Two, it'll help you see whether your goals are realistic or not. Three, it'll show what money mistakes you're currently making. Four, it'll help you find new ways to maximize your money. Five, it'll help you identify risks you hadn't even thought of six it will help build wealth and will help you live more comfortably now this whole list this Doug this reminds me of what my stepfather once imparted on me Doug what do you call a goal without a timeline
0: I have no idea Bryce what do you call it a goal without a timeline is a dream Yeah, Good one. Yeah. Very
1: good. So I've tried to remember
0: that. So, yeah, those are all great benefits uh, to having a comprehensive financial plan. So, you know, once you're on board with the value of comprehensive financial planning, the challenge then becomes finding the right advisor. In the world of financial professionals, there's a lot of bad eggs out there, and getting stuck with a dishonest advisor could mean losing much of your hard-earned money to fees and exposing yourself to more risks than you're comfortable taking on. And thankfully, there's plenty of financial advisors out there who know what it means to operate with integrity. So, you know, another thing to think about is this. Is your financial advisor really a retirement planning specialist? Or is he like Ken Fisher? And all they do is move pieces of money around, much like you would a checker on a checkerboard, you really need somebody who is trained and c- comprehensive in retirement planning. So, Bryce, let's go through some of the
1: positive signs to look for. All right, let's do that. I think the first one has to be, Doug, that your advisor talks openly about risk. I agree. You know, most
0: investments come with some sort of degree of risk, and it's almost always the case that the higher the risk, the higher the reward. The higher the potential reward, mm-hmm. at least, yeah. Any advisor who tries to downplay the risk associated with investing is effectively doing wrong by his clients. A good advisor is not only going to talk about risk, but they're going to run the numbers showing you what you stand to gain
1: and lose in different market scenarios. Very true, Doug. Uh, Next might be uh, you understand what fees you're actually paying currently.
0: Yeah, we find a lot of folks don't have a real handle on on how their advisor gets paid and and the ongoing fees involved with those recommendations. You know, financial advisors, we got to make money. I mean, we all have families, and we have to feed them, too, right? Yeah. So generally, they make money in several ways. Some earn commissions based on some of the investments that they sell. Others earn a fee that's calculated as a percentage of assets under management. There's also the hybrid advisors who earn both. But in reality, it's, it, it almost doesn't matter what your advisor's compensation structure is as long as he or she is completely open and honest about it. And, you know, that's being upfront and showing you right from the very get-go what the fees are and how they get paid. If you're well aware of how much you're being you're paying that advisor, it means you're dealing with someone who believes in transparency. And if you're comfortable with a pay structure and feel the value that they offer is worth the cost, then so be
1: it. I like that word transparency, Doug. Um, you know, one of the things that we do in our four meeting process when we're, when we're meeting with our clients and creating a financial plan for them is taking a look and uncovering all the fees that they're currently paying. We have the software that can do that. It's not easy to uncover, but we were able to do it. And then we put that side by side on a spreadsheet based on our recommendations and what our fees would be. We do it about as transparently as you can possibly get, and people really appreciate that. We call that the eye-opening session, and uh, it truly is uh, a jaw-dropper for a lot of people. Yeah, it comes in the second meeting, folks. Yep. And I'd say that's a great rule of thumb as well. I I know we believe strongly in this next benchmark, Doug, as far as knowing that you're dealing with an advisor you can trust and that is your advisor. And he, she, do they educate you about what they're investing your money in?
0: Well, we hear variations of that pretty often. You know, a lot of folks come into our office and they say they really don't have a clear understanding of what's being done with their money. And, you know, some advisors tend to throw around buzzwords and investment speak, Partly to show off and, you know, partly to come across as the expert. And they may very well be an expert, but that doesn't make them trustworthy. A good advisor won't just try to sell you a certain product. Explain He's going to explain your options in detail and encourage you to learn more about, you know, which ones uh,
1: you're going to uh, be investing in. Absolutely. Okay, the next one is important as well. Your advisor asks to meet regularly to review your portfolio.
0: Yeah, you know, life happens, and change is a part of it, and the last thing you want to do is set a plan in place and forget about it. Some advisors have a tendency to meet with their clients only when they have a new investment to push or are looking to talk their clients into investing more money. A trustworthy advisor is one who proactively invites you to discuss your investments, review the performance, and talk through any concerns that you might have about Changes in your life
1: and adapt to those changes. Absolutely. I agree again, Doug. And the last of the five signs that you're working with a trustworthy advisor is your advisor remembers your goals and actually cares about them.
0: Yeah, there's no one size fits all approach to investing. Your advisor's job is got to. Have some understanding of your personal goals and and craft a financial plan that's going to achieve them. If your advisor seems cognizant of these goals when making recommendations, it's a sign that he's not only listening, but working with your best interest in mind. So hiring a financial advisor isn't the same thing as hiring a plumber or a landscaper. You know, ideally your financial advisor will be someone you turn to for guidance through the various stages of your life. If something about your advisor just doesn't seem right or you're not comfortable voicing your concerns about your assets performance, you shouldn't hesitate to make a change. After all, To an extent, your financial future is in the hands of that advisor, and you deserve to
1: feel 100% comfortable you found the right person for that job. I agree again, Doug, absolutely. Now, Now that we've identified how you would benefit from working with a financial advisor, and the key points that would confirm the advisor you're working with is indeed trustworthy, we're going to spend the second half of the show talking about this. As you plan for retirement, it's what your advisor doesn't know that could really hurt you. And I like where we're going to go with this, Doug. Now, we're up against a quick break, but stay tuned. I think you as well, folks, are going to like this next subject quite a bit as well. We will be right back after the break. And welcome back to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. I'm Bryce Payne here with Doug Ray. Now, during our first segment, we spent time talking about the benefits of having a comprehensive financial plan, which included establishing financial goals, identifying risk, maximizing the use of your money. And then we touched on five keys that will let you know that your advisor is actually trustworthy. And those include uh, clearly defining the risks that are being recommended, being transparent about how they get paid, and the fees involved with their recommendations the willingness to educate you on the recommended strategies, and, of course, regular reviews and revisions. Now, in this final segment of the show, we want to talk to you about the conversations you should be having with your financial advisor right now. Doug?
0: Yeah, so let's just kind of start with this. What conversations are you having with your financial advisor? Are most of your conversations about investments, risk, diversification? The standards, or- yeah. Yeah, or are you having a deeper conversation than that? Are you talking about Social Security, generating income, taxes that you're paying, withdrawing money from the IRA, the 401k, and paying for skyrocketing cost of health care or long-term care? If you're not having those conversations with your advisor as you approach retirement, you'll be the one who'll pay the price for their lack of knowledge and it could be an expensive lesson. We like to remind people that what got you to retirement may not get you through retirement. So let's spend some time diving into those conversations and how a comprehensive financial game plan can make your money go a lot further in retirement. So first up in this conversation on the best strategy, is how to file your Social Security benefits so that you don't leave money on the table. It happens. Now, we have spent in previous shows (coughs) talking about this primary piece of your retirement that is Social Security. It is the foundational piece of most people's retirement. So your advisor really needs to be having a solid conversation on how and when you should claim your Social Security benefits. Ideally, they need to have software that can identify the best strategy for you to gain the most of those benefits over your lifetime. So it's critical that your advisor be up to date on your options and be able to show you in black and white how and when to file. You know, many folks still think that the Social Security Office will help advise them on options. Hmm. But this is far, far from the truth. And also, folks, by law, they cannot give you any information other than the benefit that you can
1: apply for today. No, very true. It's like taking your tax forms to the IRS and asking them for help. That's not going to happen. And, uh, Doug, this whole subject about Social Security reminds me of our clients, Gary and Donna, a couple of years ago. You remember them. Oh, yeah. We showed them the best strategy for filing their Social Security. They went to their local office to file that way. They were told by the reps there at Social Security that they couldn't do it that way. But Gary went online after we talked to him. He filed exactly as our plan showed he could with no problem whatsoever, and it was completely legitimate. And Doug, you and I remembered that what a difference it made in their income. It was over $1 million, the difference between the filing strategy of what they actually filed and how Social Security was telling them to file. $1 million, folks. What's the next conversation you and your advisor should be having, Doug? Doug?
0: Well, obviously, I think there needs to be a discussion um, around strategies on different options to generate income in retirement to cover your needs. You know, there's housing, there's food, clothing, transportation, emergency reserves. There are all sorts of things. The essentials. And, yeah. It's important that your advisor be able to show you how to position the money you've saved in your retirement accounts and use them to create predictable, guaranteed income. Guaranteed income, it's protected from market declines. It's going to be there for the rest of your life. And you don't have to worry that if something significant changes in the markets, you won't have funds to cover the basics. That is a strategy to eliminate stress. You also need to be showing you how to and when to withdraw money out of your IRAs and 401ks in order to avoid thousands in taxes and penalties. This needs to be a specific strategy in place to access funds in the most tax-efficient way.
1: Yeah, and that sounds more than reasonable, but obviously that's a lot to cover. So realistically, we're having multiple conversations to cover all of this, not just one.
0: Oh, Bryce, absolutely. I mean, it needs to be a series of conversations so that input can occur and, and what if scenarios uh, can be tested and, and illustrated. So when you come into our office, you know it's it's no cost. There's no obligation. It's a second opinion, and you can expect to have these conversations. You're going to get a series of at least uh, four meetings. They may run longer than that, but we have a process uh, that we go through uh, that I think is completely transparent and it solves a lot of questions that pre-retirees and retirees have uh, regarding their retirement. And we also commit to you that we're going to have a minimum, a minimum of an annual meeting, whether it's on the phone or it's face-to-face, and we make sure that we adapt our plan for the inevitable changes that is going to come in your life.
1: I think the nice thing about us having a four-meeting process, Doug, is that gives the uh, the people that we're meeting with time to understand us and what we're about and get a sense of if we're going to work together well so that there's, there's no ambiguity, there's no question in the end, do they want to work with us or not. If they've met with us four times, they kind of have that answer in their head if we're going to be a good fit for them, if they're going to be a good fit for us. Now, what else should your advisor be discussing with you?
0: Well, I think uh, on this list of um, conversation is some ideas about how how can you pay fewer taxes in retirement. Um, can you keep this money for yourself, and, and how to stay one step ahead of inflation?
1: Well, those two topics right there—the fewer taxes and the staying ahead of inflation—I found you, you've been in this field, Doug, for thirty years. I've been in it for ten. I found that most people, when they do their own their self planning, they create their own financial retirement plans. The two subjects that they often fail to consider is the properly planning for taxes improperly calculating for inflation if they don't do that then the plan is obviously destined to fail um, Doug what about other conversations your advisor should be having with you if you're five to seven years on either side of retirement I mean I, like say n- not putting 50% of your retirement assets in silver mine trusts yeah we've pretty much seen it all hadn't we Bryce <laughs> every time we think we've seen it
0: all somebody new comes along <laughs> that's true yeah uh, that's that, that's definitely one um, so, depending on the individual circumstances, there could be conversations around trusts, you know, charitable giving, right. beneficiaries, of course. But I guess the last big area of conversation needs to be around paying the skyrocketing cost of health care and, unfortunately, potentially long-term care. I would agree with that. You know, we've shared these statistics before, but the out-of-pocket costs for regular health care... Just in a span of thirty years in retirement for a married couple, is over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's folks, that's a chunk of change, and it doesn't even cover the potential for a long-term care episode. And here's the statistics that most people just don't believe: of a married couple, there's a seventy to ninety percent probability that one of the two of you will have some sort of a home health long-term care episode in your life.
1: Doug, speaking about long-term care, I have found, again, that when we meet with clients, that is one of the more delicate subjects to bring up that that people want to dance around. They don't want to just delve into... I think for two reasons. One, because they don't like to imagine the thought of actually something unpleasant happening to them. So they try to avoid the conversation. And two, because they have the misconception as it is that long-term care coverage means that if you never use that money, it's kind of like car insurance. It's gone. And they just don't want to risk taking that money and putting it somewhere where it's never going to be used. But these are two, at least that one, is a really big misconception.
0: Yeah, Bryce, I think you hit the nail on the head there. You know, it it is a subject that is tender to most people. Um, I think everybody intuitively realizes that the older you get, the frailer you're going to become. But it's not something that you're ready to deal with. Um, But the fact of the matter is, um, not only do you need to deal with it for yourself, but you need to deal with it for your family members very true because the emotional and physical toll on the family member taking care of somebody is incredible now let's talk a minute about the fear of losing money if you never need the insurance right that is the old-fashioned long-term care there are ways now to craft a long-term care plan that basically covers that risk it's called asset-based care and we can design policies uh, that cover both couples one couple uh It's a policy that basically you take money out of one pocket, you put it into the other pocket. It's going to grow at some rate of return, like three or four percent. It's not huge, but you can use it during life if you go through life and you never need it for home health, long term care. then a beneficiary is going to get the balance of that account. And it's also a policy that we can design, as I said before, to cover uh, a, a couple. And we can even put what's called a writer, which is an option that will cover both spouses for the rest of their life. And that means if you are in a memory care unit with Alzheimer's for 15 years, it will cover you for life. So, lots of ways to, to beat this problem. And, you know, it's, uh, it's a conversation that you really need to have with your advisor.
1: Indeed, Doug. And that, that asset-based care that you're talking about is really a win-win. There's not a negative side to that. So if you haven't had that conversation with your advisor, you need to. And folks, as we wrap up today's conversation, uh, think on this. Retiring successfully today doesn't happen by accident. It's more than just saving and investing for retirement. It happens with a plan. The question you have to ask yourself is this, am I getting the whole story or am I just getting a small piece of the retirement puzzle? Because if you're not getting the whole story, you're the one who's going to pay for it, not somebody else. And it could wind up costing you tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. So folks, let us show you how a comprehensive financial game plan could make your money go further in retirement. You can schedule with us a no cost, no obligation, second opinion of your current situation. When you complete our process, you'll have a comprehensive written retirement income plan that covers one, a plan for how and when you'll claim your social security benefits. Two, a plan for when you'll withdraw money from your IRA, your 401k and other retirement accounts. Three, a plan for when to pay fewer taxes, and four, A plan to turn your savings and investments into an income workhouse while reducing your risk at the same time. The question is, do you have that plan? Take that first step with our customized second opinion. Let us prove how we can make the most out of every dollar for you. If you've saved at least $150,000 for retirement, we can share some little-known strategies for you. There's no cost. There's no obligation. Call us at 336-391-3409. 336-391-3409. Folks, we want to have you a good weekend. I'm Bryce Payne. I'm Doug Wright. And we'll catch you again next week.